Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. And we've got a special one today, and I'm excited about it. Um, I can't even bear, I can't even get to it all, but uh, we, we've got to give a shout out to the great folks at Renaissance Bank. We are broadcasting live from our studio inside Renaissance Bank on Windward Parkway in Alpharetta. And folks, did you know who the best bank in the state of Georgia is as voted by Forbes magazine? Yep, it's the aforementioned Renaissance Bank. There's a reason they got that award. That They are big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way. So here's my challenge. Go to renaissancebank.com and find their local office. They've got some 200 around the South ready to serve you and give them a call. And you'll actually get a live person that answers the phone. Imagine that. And they'll be glad to uh, have make an appointment with you, have you come in, and you can check them out. And I think you'll be glad you did. I can speak to that personally. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now we've got a – today is actually, as we – do this show on October 20th. Today is Support Your Local Chamber Day. So we're celebrating that today with uh, Callie Boatwright, uh, CEO of the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce, and this year's chair of uh, the chamber, Lindsay Petrini with Wellstar, and this year's treasurer, Jim Teal with Goodwin Mills and Kaywood. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Thank John. You. We've got a big announcement to talk about, but before we get to exactly what that announcement is, let's give a little background, Lindsay, and talk a little bit about what you've been up to as chair this year, because you had a big job, not just being chair of the chamber, that's a big enough job, but some long-term strategic moves. Those uh, strategic moves, um, while I would like to give myself all the credit, um, I have to say they've been in the works uh, by multiple chairs over many years. It started in 2017 when we began working on our strategic plan. And what we really identified at that point was that our chamber location was good, but uh, we had some challenges in that space. Uh, Fifteen years ago, we moved into the office uh, at North Winds, and at that point, it was a wonderful space that was Class A, and uh, we were delighted to have it. But over time, as the chamber has grown, uh, the need for more space and the need um, to prioritize space for some of our um, some of our programs, such as Pro Alliance, which yep. is bursting at the seams, <laughs> um, we really had a need to look at the location. Uh, that the chamber is located. We also um, share that space and are great partners with the North Fulton CID. Mm. And uh, recognizing that partnership and the need to work with them, we just needed to strategize on a new place to go. So um, I have to give credit to um, Alan Najar, who was the chair last year, uh, for beginning the work and then um, working in collaboration with uh, Jim and Kelly to identify um, a new location for uh, the Chamber of Commerce to take us into the future. Yeah, and so that that's a process, <laughs> a big one. Jim, that's where you come in, right? Well, sure. Hey, honored to have been part of this uh, team and, and the group. It certainly was a very collaborative, 
collaborative effort, as Lindsay outlined. But so we really started uh, in earnest, I guess, last January. Uh, we engaged a um, well. We first really sat down as a team and decided what do we need to do and what is the space? How, what is the function of the space? How does this serve our, our staff? Also, the members of the chamber, the various programs, as Lindsay touched on, and Callie will uh, further. Uh, so once we were able to kind of define that program that, that the space needed to serve, then we were able to go out to the market and engage a local broker who knows the market very well and really want to make sure we evaluated all properties in the entire North Fulton area. And we did that. And we went and toured all of them that met the criteria of our space needs. Uh, that was some 12 different uh, properties. And we were able to narrow that down to about four that really fit the need of the chamber again. Uh, not a personal preference thing, but going back to what was the program defined by the staff of, of the chamber and the CID and then the and, and the board members. So we completed those uh, 12 site visits, narrowed it down to four, and then began negotiations there. And then ultimately, as we'll announce uh, here soon, uh, we're able to select one that made the most sense for the chamber. Okay, Callie, I think you, I think uh-huh. you're up. To, I am because I, I mean, Lindsay and Jim have been building this up here, and <laughs> no pressure. I'm ready, I'm, I'm ready to get the birthday cake out here or something, I right? Yeah, I know. let's let's do it. Well, and it's um, it's definitely a labor of love in the process that we've gone through over the last year. And I'll be honest, um, Lindsay probably remembers when I was interviewed three and a half years ago, the fact that that was one of the big discussion points is that our lease was going to expire at that time in, in October 2021. And, and what what were we going to do about it? So um, it has been definitely a, a process, but it's been one that's uh, coming to uh, fruition now. So Jim was talking a little bit about the focus groups and the surveys that we did because we wanted to engage everybody in the process. And so being able to um, ask folks what they wanted in a chamber office um, was a big part of that, uh, not just the staff, because the staff's, of course, there every day, but our members were really the center of the process that we built. Um, and the big question that really kept getting asked over and over again is when you think of North Fulton, because, of course, our chamber being the only regional chamber in North Fulton and representing six cities, um, you know, we have to go somewhere and it can't be six different places. So we asked the question, when you think of North Fulton, what stands out as the North Star? Um, and and and. That was the, the, really the big question that we kept getting the same answer to. We wanted to elevate the experience for members who came into our office and make sure that when they left, they felt like they had really had a great interaction, but also that, um, they were in a high tech, um, innovative, especially now, uh, John, as you know, with everything that's gone on with COVID, you know, we want to, to focus on our innovation and want that look and feel to really mirror our region. And our region is, is full of technology companies, healthcare companies, very high level, uh, companies as well as our small businesses. So we had to be very sensitive about that as well. Um, we wanted to maintain our lobby level access because being in a lobby is really important for folks to get in and out. Um, of course, post COVID, it's also important not to have to involve an elevator in the process if, if not necessary, but we felt like that lobby level gave access to to everyone. Um, and we wanted signage. I know that sounds small, but it was very important to us that, um, you know, Greater North Fulton Chamber be instantly locatable and identifiable. Um, I, I don't have to tell you that uh, price sensitivity as a 501c6 nonprofit was a huge piece of this, um, which 
is why the process was the process. Um, so we were very price sensitive and wanted to be responsible to our members. Cause at the end of the day, I serve 1200 members of this chamber. If that is my job and I need to be accountable to them. Um, and finally, you know, we have some meeting space now. Lindsay mentioned our pro alliance group. Um, this morning we had more than 80 members in, in that group, uh, doing leads generation, which is fabulous, but they're literally, um, you know, tucked into every hole in our, in our space. Um, and it, it makes it really difficult to grow that group and we want to grow that group. So we wanted to make sure when we looked at new space that it was focused on the meeting and collaboration space for our members, not necessarily our staff. Our staff is there every day, but we're a collaborative bunch, right? We, we like to share and brainstorm. And so a collaborative space for us looks a lot different than, um, than we currently have, which is broken up by a meeting space. So I think, I think we found all that, um, it, which is very exciting. And I'm not going to do the big reveal. I'm going to make Lindsay do it because she's chairman of the board. I think I think that's that, that's a good idea. I like that, Lindsay. So we are ecstatic to announce um, that at the beginning of the year we are going to be moving to uh, to 10, Avalon, yeah. ten thousand Avalon. So Ooh. right off of Old Milton Parkway. <laughs> Um, with 8,000 usable square feet, which is significantly larger than what we have now. Again, I, I can't reiterate enough that it was important to myself as chair, previous chairs, and the executive board that it, this space be thoughtful of the members. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we really felt like that additional space um, was needed. We also, it, it is just to quantify it, it's about 35% bigger than our previous space. And we also wanted dedicated uh, parking for our, our guests and our mem- our members that were coming. If you um, go to Avalon, um, not that we have a lot of meetings on Saturday at noon, but if you go at that time, <laughs> uh, there's often um, a perception of parking. And we wanted to really make sure that um, our, our members understood that that was really thoughtfully thought out, um, that we would have um, parking options. Uh, it's going to be very modern. I, I think um, when we moved into the Northwinds building, it was modern. Sure, and, uh, right. And it, it was the latest and greatest. It was really important that we took that to another level. And then also having indoor and outdoor meeting space options. And right. The location is going to be really um, great to be able to do that. So I, I think, you know, we could go on all day about how excited we are about it. Um I just would say that the thoughtfulness of the board and the thoughtfulness um, of Callie and the team on where to go and how to go and, and what the future um, of the chamber is going to look like. It's, it's, in, it's incredibly bright and incredibly exciting. Yeah. And, and uh, one other thing on Northwinds, again, like you say, it, it was a great location for the time that the chamber has had it. Um, but the visibility that's the other thing, right? So right. Uh, there, all those thousands of cars that go by North, uh, on Old Milton Parkway, it's huge, right? And they will know exactly where the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce is located. That's absolutely true. Couldn't agree more. I think the visibility, I think also getting back to our current space, uh, it's, it has served the chamber well for 15 years, and, mm-hmm. and there's no issue from anyone with the mm-hmm. space. Uh, heck, we looked at it thoroughly. There's just no other space for us to grow, even in our existing right. uh, location. And so we... That's when we really decided, hey, we've got to make a move. And uh, then you start to look at what's kind of some of the social uh, and the shift of the geographic center of North Fulton. And I, yeah. I think it's a bit undeniable that uh, Avalon is certainly a big part of that. Uh, not the only 
great asset we have in North Fulton, but certainly a, um, a big part of it. And, um, so that, that kind of all those factors, but then back to the money, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, Callie, you touched on, we did a pretty thorough financial analysis of not only Avalon, but the other options. Mm -hmm. And this 10,000 building was our best option uh, financially as well. And then, we took that and and then really compared that with our current revenues and and projections for the future and kind of where the chamber's going. So when you pair that with the vision that Callie and Lindsay have described, as well as with some of our day to day tactical operations of the chamber, it just all it just all made sense. And uh, I think that's why people are so excited about it is because it meets our our current needs, but boy, it provides a great opportunity for growth and exciting program uh, advancement for not only some of the current things going on, but things people have ideas and dreams of in the future. Absolutely. And um, the North Fulton CID moving with us, of course, is incredibly important. Um, and I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Brandon Beach, who's the executive director there, as well as their chair, Carrie Armstrong, because they were an integral part of the process. But it's it's for the for the CEO who's been there just for three and a half years uh, to give a, a nod of the head to Brandon, who was there before um, over you know a fifteen year period. I think one of the cool things is if you look out from the lobby where we will be in our new offices, the things that you see around there were were parts of what the chamber was involved in in bringing to this area. So um, Avalon was part of uh, a vision that was, of course, many people in in North Fulton, but but Brandon and the chamber were a big part of that, along with the North Fulton CID, who, you know, put money into Westside Parkway. And, and that investment is actually what helped to be able to bring uh, Avalon up from the ground. Again, Gwinnett Tech directly across the street. And that makes my heart happy because we talk about talent development, economic development, workforce development all the time at the chamber. That's part of what we do. And so to be able to literally look out your window and see Gwinnett Tech, which is such a big part of that, um, also brought uh, to the area as part of that uh, chamber CID uh, partnership. And so a lot of what has happened on Old Milton Parkway is really um, sort of a legacy that was left uh, by the, the chamber and the chamber team. And so to be now in that footprint really tells a story as well. It, it talks about the success of the organization over what will be 50 years in, in 2023, but also gives us that really that vision moving forward of we've done so many things. What is that next great thing? And I think that's as, as the CEO and, and working with my board of directors, you know, my board wants to know what is that strategically? What is that next thing? And so that's, that's just incredibly important. So I'm, I'm certainly excited if you can't tell John Ray. I know it. The, we've got sparks flying off the mics in here, folks. Uh, we're here chatting with uh, Callie Boatwright and Lindsay Petrini and Jim Teal, and uh, they're uh, all involved with the chamber in uh, various capacities. Uh, of course, uh, Callie Boatwright is uh, CEO of the chamber. She's also host of GNFCC 400 Insider. We're going to throw that in there, right? I appreciate that. And yeah. I think it's great to be on your radio show for a change. Yeah. We'll have to change it up. You can be on mine next time. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, you were making me do the work today, which I is am. which is fine. I asked for it, and I had a special reason for asking for it today. We'll get to that in a second. But um, I wish you, uh, Callie, could just speak to this from, I mean, you've, you've been involved with Chambers for a long time. And uh, uh, you were at the Douglas County Chamber before coming to yes. North Fulton. Talk about why um, 
this visibility, the visibility of this move is so important because a lot of folks might think, Oh, you're just getting new office space, right? What is it? What difference does that make? Uh, you know, congratulations, but what difference does that make in terms of the visibility and, uh, increasing the role of the chamber in this region? Absolutely. I think that, um, since I've, I've been here, uh, one of the big things that, that we've been focused on is really, uh, marketing our chamber and the services that we provide to, again, all six cities in the region, uh, recognizing that we run from Sandy Springs right at the perimeter all the way up to exit 12 as you enter Forsyth and on, on both sides with Johns Creek, Alpharetta, Milton Mountain Park, Roswell, all of those cities, we've built relationships and made sure that we've engaged and, and, and been part of a discussion at the table with all of those, um, those cities. And so, uh, you know, I think it's important that the chamber locating to a location that literally sits off 400, um, which, you know, many refer to as the golden corridor because of the number of companies that sit up and down this corridor. But for us, it's the fact that, you know, this chamber has supported transportation initiatives, um, certainly BRT up Georgia 400. And um, the fact that that we're now visible from Georgia 400 and that um, folks can look at that and say, okay, so that's our chamber as, as a region collectively. Um, and I think that's incredibly important. This chamber, as I mentioned, has 1200 members. Now we want to grow this chamber by 400 new members in the next two years. And part of that process is making sure that we're being thoughtful about the return on investment that we offer our members. And this is part of that. Mm-hmm. But it's also a fact that, you know, being able to market to all of the businesses uh, up in this area and, um, you know, Lindsay has asked in the past and, and I, I will reiterate that, you know, the number one reason that a business does not join the chamber is because they don't get asked. And so, you know, Lindsay's focus as chair has been on the regional nature of this organization and really behaving and being perceived as a regional entity. And I think that's um, certainly part of what we added into the equation. So for me, from a marketing perspective, I think it's going to make a huge amount of difference as we move forward in our new space. In a, it, We're in a 10-year contract for the new space. So that certainly gives us, you know, that juice, if you will, over the next 10 years. And I, you know, I'm excited about what the space is going to look like. I'm going to ask Jim, who as treasurer, of course, is, has gotten to lead this merry band along its way. But part of that process was, you know, the thought process that went into what the space is going to look like. Sure. And I think that really goes back, uh, John, to the uh, the programming effort we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been mentioned a couple of times now, reaching out to various members of the chamber, our, of course, our entire board, too. And how do you use the chamber currently? Uh, what are things you wish you could do that you can't do? But also, I think more importantly, what do you wish you could do in the future? What what should this be? How should this serve the people and, and individuals' needs? So we, we thought about that. And then, again, the staff uh, meeting with Callie and her team of what do you do currently, but, but how are you going to grow? And then, obviously, we've mentioned the CID, and we just can't mention that enough. Uh, their support, this just wouldn't be possible without without Brandon and his entire CID team. And so they were very much part of that. Well, what we defined was, um, number one, a large meeting gathering space. And our current space just did not allow it. So when we talk about we didn't have the current space to do what we need to do and we didn't have the room for growth in our current building, that's what we're getting at. So we really needed to grow this where we could host 150 or more folks. And that's what we've done in this is we have a room that's large enough for that. But then we've built in some flexibility where we can open up 
some folding glass doors as well as some other double doors and really incorporate some lobby and common space to now host receptions larger than 150 people, Mm. which is going to be exciting, as well as a true uh, large boardroom, if you will, uh, that will have views looking out uh, uh, over the entire Avalon development over over the Gwinnett Technical College as well as um, uh, some of the other area business areas surrounding. So that's a big deal. But then also some smaller conference rooms, which we really don't have in the current space. So 